0: Hey guys, welcome back to the Mob Squad. I'm Amanda. And
1: I'm Arielle. Let's do this. And we're back. <laughs> we're back. How are you? <laughs> like our last, or that episode after our break. I'm good. I just, you know, we've had a lot going on, so I just did want to say, you know, we have missed a couple weeks of recording, mm-hmm. but that's okay. Life happens and we yes. are We're back fully and committed. We, fully committed. <laughs> <laughs> we just had
0: things going on. Well, so. the first thing was we had fall break yeah. and we didn't realize that we didn't have our, we didn't know we had, we went, have a you went episode. east and I went west and I was like, shit, this is why you wanted to meet." because yeah, <laughs> we didn't yeah. have an episode I didn't.
1: I knew Make I was confused, but it's all
0: right. I, and then I obviously was very confused too,
1: but I owned it. I owned my answer to <laughs> you. So I was like, no,
0: we're fine We're when you get I back. Know.
1: It's so funny. But I didn't
0: realize it was going to be a Tuesday. Anyway, that was yeah. my bad. So my, I'm sorry. It's all right. And then both of us have had some like personal stuff that came up. So we're very, very sorry. Yeah. And we're committed and we're in this. So don't give up on us.
1: Right. We're still Feat here. Zone. Okay. <laughs> so this episode,
0: you know, is. Oh, this episode is called santa before sex so yes if you so got why do Kitta, i really say
1: it backwards santa before, santa before sex. sex
0: and if you got kiddos in the car and this is not an episode this they want an episode to. for the kiddos because we'll be talking um, about all things mature thing. santa and
1: sex <laughs> <laughs> they go hand in hand in our house <laughs> so this is kind of a like an inside joke that we have because we were having conversations. I don't even remember. Was it before? sex you have been saying grade? Santa
0: before sex? I feel like for years, for like years. maybe since third grade or fourth grade. No,
1: not that young. Yeah, we it was so we've had screen. conversations because our, our, well, my son has believed um, in Santa, and we had to tell him. We f- we felt like he got to the age where he kind of needed to know, and it's so it's such a hard thing to do um, because you're it's taking really away their innocence. Basically, is what it feels mm-hmm. like, but they also get to an age where. It's not that the magic wears off, but it, it's it's like an, a, mat- a maturity thing and a rite of passage to say, okay, we've gone past this point where now it needs to be looked at a little differently than the magic of it. And I feel awful even saying that, but but that's what it was for us. And obviously everybody does whatever they feel is right for them as a parent. Mm-hmm. I found that Pinterest letter that we had yeah. saved when they were like babies. We read it to him. He cried, or I cried. I don't yeah, know if he I cried. I cried. I bawled. Like I reading it to him was so hard. It's one of the best letters ever. We should. It really like, is. We can post share it. Share it. it. Yeah, it's a good one. It's so good. Um, it's, it's But it teaches though. them. And it doesn't like, kill the magic. I don't it doesn't, think doesn't And it's not the whole like oh people when they like find out they're like well actually I shouldn't talk that loud my youngest might hear this but you know they're like mad at their parents for lying to them and yeah. It wasn't like that because well, it teaches them like the magic is really the giving spirit of totally. the holidays mm-hmm. and not that you're believing in something. And it's I,
0: not, a, it's the, the lie is not a lie, right? Right. It's, it's just different. It's, it's not what you believed it to be. It's, it's a little bit different, but the magic is still there. But it's there, still right? about the magic. Yeah. It's still, about, it's, it's just, just not one like person. It's a, it's a whole village of people that make the magic happen. Right.
1: And it's like a mature view of mm-hmm. that magic, I think. Anyways. So we had these excuse me we had these conversations about <laughs> we were getting to the part where we wanted to talk to our kids about sex but they were still innocent and sweet but we wanted to be parents that talked to them before their friends did right mm-hmm. because we know that friends say on things that are true santa and sex yes <laughs> true right right but we also had this exactly.
0: on santa before sex like they should know about Santa before they know about sex. That was like this right, whole.
1: Right, like thing. don't ruin their innocence and with so the sex. We started preparing first. ourselves yeah.
0: to get them ready for Santa. And then we got hit by a bus and we had to have the sex talk before. You guys did. I don't Santa. think we did. we did. We had,
1: oh yeah. Yeah, you guys had to. We had to, but. um, Which is so funny because we talked <laughs> I feel like <laughs> for so long and then that happened. But, and then you yeah. told me, I think it was over the summer right? When it happened and you had to tell me and I was like, what? You broke the rule. I had to do it though. I had to. (laughs) And I will tell you that
0: having the sex conversation was so much easier than the Santa conversation. That's so funny. It was because to your point, I felt like it was taking a little bit of their innocence. And I remember telling my oldest and my middle and little, we haven't had that conversation because they're still, they're still little. My middle's He's, he's got, a, I think my middle and little have a lot of common sense. I actually don't, I they, I think they know and I don't even have to tell him, you know, like yeah. my little one, well, that a seven year old is like. multiple kids. Well, he'll right? walk around and he'll see us Santa and I'll be like, you're fake, you're fake. Have you seen <laughs> him do that? No. Oh my gosh. We were at church on Christmas Eve last year, or not Christmas Eve, it was like a Christmas festival or whatever, you know, they have like events throughout right, the right. holiday season and they had like a nativity scene and we could all like be part of it. It was a photo op and it was so great then you got to go on stage and santa was there <laughs> and my little went. one was like it was were such a big line kids. he was like i'm not going up there oh my god that's you're so fake funny. and then he pointed at him and was like you're
1: fake it's like you're elf <laughs> oh my god i was like get out of here like, that is so funny like, he's, he's he, gonna like he, go he tackle santa. santa and yeah, he pull he his like,
0: beard get off the out of here big guy you're not real like i'm like we're, so
1: funny. we're in church what are you doing Dude, I, he just oh, he you know he you
0: know he has to know, but he has like a lot of common sense.
1: Yeah, well, I feel like the third child does learn things quicker. Totally, than the first. My obviously. first one
0: was like, I feel like my whole life is a lie.
1: Yeah, what <laughs> Hunter said like, something too that was. Oh, I said his name. Yeah, um, my son said the same thing where he said something that was like so. Oh no! Then it was like, was is this not true? Is the Easter Bunny not true? Is the, the tooth fairy not true? And I'm like, oh, this is so hard because... Uh, he like accepted everything, but the tooth fairy really
0: was like... It was what, hard for him. Wait, you're telling me the tooth fairy's not real? Yeah. Like that That's seems like funny. the most believable, like unbelievable one out of all of right, them. Right, right. Like there's a fairy that goes around collecting tea. You, you buy that? Like, <laughs> I don't... Know. He was like, whoa,
1: whoa, whoa. <laughs> like you were
0: telling Stop me. Stop right there.
1: <laughs> tooth fairy is not real (laughs) (laughs) it's such a funny one but yeah funny but yeah he was like floored by that yeah it's so sad Mm. because it really does take away that magic and you know i think you and i as parents agree on the whole keeping them innocent as possible Mm -hmm. part of why we don't do cell phones yet and things like that so it is important to like, let these kids be kids, you yeah. know, and have them enjoy that as long as possible. It's just a parenting decision that we made that we thought that that was yeah. the right time to learn before going to middle school. And, you know, when they, they'll find out eventually and it's, you, mm. if it's not heartbreak with us, it's heartbreak with somebody else. Right. Yeah. So at least it was with us and not, totally. and we were there for them versus like yeah. being with friends and being made fun of or being heartbroken and not having somebody there to swoop in like we did. But anyway, so that's the topic for this This episode. And I was going to talk about different things that like parenting decisions where you have to make those kind of calls that you don't, Think about or expect, and then they cap in, and you have to kind of make those decisions, or you're not prepared for, it, and you're then not you're kind of like winging for, it, like, right? Bleh. Which is like everything in parenting, if I would be honest. Yeah. Um, but then I was like, there's so much to talk about mm-hmm. with sex and preteens and teenagers, and we're kind of like on the cusp of that or yeah. coming into that, and it's like a huge deal. And honestly, I haven't really thought about it. Much, but I was looking at my son the other day and he looked so like grown up all of a sudden and I mature. Do, I and I was I like, Oh my god, you're gonna happening. be a, a young man soon! Yeah. Like it's happening, it's whether happening I'm right wanting now. To or not. I know I don't want it to happen, but it's yeah. gonna happen. And so I just thought like we could talk about that type of thing for a second and how it's different for guys versus girls and just navigating that whole. Situation,
0: yeah. Let's jump into it.
1: Okay, go ahead. <laughs> I love that. You're all in. <laughs> I'm all in.
0: No, but so, I looked. I did look at my son the last few days, and we were with some friends earlier today um, at the pumpkin patch. We've been taking mm-hmm. our kids. These family and my family have been going since our oldest were in the baby Bjorn's. So, yeah, so they're really little. Babies. This is like their thirteenth round at the pumpkin patch right
1: tradition it
0: is a tradition we've done it year after year after year and we've gone to this pumpkin patch too like our mom our mom's club when they were babies and stuff but like they were still super into it except they're so cool now Oh, and they're like the oldest kids there and I looked at both of these young men now and I thought oh my because my oldest is going through it like yours is and my friend's oldest is also going like I don't know if it's this like they all have around the same birthdays. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's what it is, jumping into like actual teenagehood. But yeah, turning 13, I don't know. It's bizarre, but every kid that I'm looking at right now that's turning 13, these, they're like young on. men.
1: Yeah, it's so. It's weird.
0: Great. Like they it's have acne so, and like.
1: Right. Like teenage they're stuff. They're not babies
0: anymore. Their faces are not like babies. They're sort of roughing up a little bit, you know. Yeah. I don't know yeah. if that's the right word, but yeah. they're just, they're like definitely more maturing. manly, right? Mm-hmm. I
1: mean, it's like a more manly thing. I yeah. just, for me, it's like parenting in general is so like a weird experience, you know, yeah. because it like sped up time and yeah. it goes by fast and there's just so many of those moments where I stop and I look at things Mm -hmm. and try to like take it all in
0: just hold on and I'm just like
1: shocked by it I know every time and I feel like that I had that moment recently with my son where I looked at him I'm like how did we get here Mm -hmm. you were just a baby I know it sounds so cliche and if you don't if you're not experiencing it it sounds very cliche but when you're in the moment it's so real and so weird and it just feels like it happened out of nowhere. Uh, dude. You know what I
0: mean? I thought, yes. We Chris and I went to dinner last night to celebrate our anniversary. Yeah. And I had a lot of wine and I was like getting kind of emotional. And I yeah. was like, what's the best part of the 15 years? And I was like, can you believe we have a, te- like, in like five months, we're going to have a teenager. Right. This is wild. And then I was like, actually, in five years, he's going to be Gone. going to college yes. maybe. And like moving out of that. I only have it's five so and a half years weird.
1: left with my oldest. Right. That seems like I'm, nothing compared to what? how fast the
0: last 12 years have gone. Like, like I, no, it's no, 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 I want this. Oh, out. Out. yes. Oh. I was like, and he was like, fuck
1: yeah. We, we're going to get our lives. Why, Why are so all husbands He's like, like, like that? My husband can't so wait so to get fun. there. <laughs> <I know>. He's <laughs> so excited for the um, us time again. And I'm like, let's enjoy You now. are going to miss this, man. You are going to yes, miss that. That, that miss country song is the best country song ever. We're going to be so bored
0: out of our minds because we're not going to have all the sports. We're what not going to have all the do? activities. We always talk
1: about what did we do with our lives before we had kids? Because we're so busy now. Like we did nothing compared to what we're doing now. And so it, it is weird I to mean, think I mean, we found
0: ways to fill the time, but we can't like go to the club in our 50s. <laughs> totally,
1: like, what we totally. Do? Gonna, oh my God. I guess we can
0: go to the Cougar Club. We mm-hmm.
1: had this conversation with my friends last night because we were talking, because we have some friends that are divorced now. Yeah. And so we met up with some people that were all single and it's very weird oh, to be going. Yeah, and oh. so it's very weird to be in this age dealing with that because we were talking about like some of these guys are dating younger girls and it's so weird because when you hang out with like a 20 year old yeah you're like in my mind. I'm still 25, which is the Same, that's the other weird thing about parenting. Is all of a sudden you look in the mirror and you're like, "Who is this person? You 28. Don't recognize them? Yeah, 25." I'm I'm and then you hang out with a 25 year old mm-hmm. and you're like, "Oh my god, you're a baby, and I am not 25 anymore." <laughs> <laughs> <Thank> <laughs> not because god. of how they look, but because of how they act. You just
0: know, because they don't know anything. There's, they don't know anything. But but they so, think they know it all. Right. And, and so I, I did too.
1: I did too. Oh no. Yeah. yeah for I sure. thought I was an adult and I got everything, and you don't get everything. And then it's just weird to think about somebody. Age dating somebody like like how could you be interested in that because it's such a different world. Yeah, it, sometimes it's creepy when it's a huge age difference. But but you know, there's probably people who are like, well, my husband and I are whatever. It's different for everybody. It sometimes it depends on the two people. But I just think it is weird to think about people yeah. dating that because they're now single or whatever or whatever. And so I just, we had this conversation about how it goes so fast and i lost my train of thought of where I, yeah. I was going with goes, this, but- It goes fast. It goes You're gonna fast. Miss this. You're gonna, oh, like spending, <laughs> I don't know what it was, Whatever I was even going, but we were having this conversation and it's just, it's just weird. It's just weird. The whole thing is weird. Life is weird. It gets weirder as you get older, I feel like. Because I agree. There's so many weird moments like that.
0: Yeah. I do wish that I could rewind the time a little bit.
1: I can't remember what I was going to say. I know. I wish crazy. you could. That's the other thing that happens when you get older. You forget things. Hmm. <laughs> that black sea oil well, should help you, you with your mental about? clarity. Though. I know, right? It's supposed to. Should help with everything. Okay. Everything but death. Mm-hmm.
0: hmm Hmm. <laughs> Any <moosie? laughs>
1: okay what were we talking about okay so sex oh yeah sex so
0: (laughs) (laughs) all right circling back so you have this these um like research or
1: no you i thought you had an article you want to talk well we can talk about this extortion thing i think you know that is something I don't want to run out of time, so let's just talk about it now. Well, I thought it was really interesting
0: when you called and you were like, let's do Santa before sex. At first, I was like, eh, okay, do we, can we fill the time with that oh, topic? Oh, yeah, we can.
1: But because we I have
0: the Alexa like, um, show, I think it's called, Alexa show. Okay. So it's like a little screen, like a little TV. Okay. I have one in my bathroom and then in our kitchen.
1: Yeah. And
0: every time I'm either doing the dishes or brushing my teeth, washing my hands, whatever, there, it all it shows like headlines yeah. as it, it scrolls through. And one of the headlines is like, sextortion is at an all-time high. And I it happened to be scrolling mm-hmm. the last few days. And you when you sent this to me about Santa before sex, I'm like, I feel like the universe is telling us we need to talk about it. Talk about this because yeah. sextortion, do you know what that is? Have you ever heard of this? I mean, I this? didn't
1: know until recently. and yeah. Some account we follow on one of our Instagrams that was talking about this. Can they show this picture of this? Really cute, young teenage boy that mm-hmm. had killed himself. And I'm like, yeah. oh my gosh. And I click on it and read it and it's sextortion. I'm like, what is sextortion? I have no idea what this is. I read the whole thing. He ended up killing himself yeah. because of the sextortion, right. which is so awful and disgusting. They're saying it's like
0: the fastest growing...
1: Um, scam that's out there right now? Scam
0: targeted towards teenage Teenagers. boys out there. And... For anyone listening, this is really important, especially if you have your kiddos with cell phones. And we've talked a lot about this in the past with, like, you and I have made the choice to not give our kids cell phones. And it's not because I don't trust them or I don't want them to be cool and hip and with the times, but but it's because I want to preserve their innocence. I want them to be kids. And my oldest son is, he's very, very close. Both of our sons are very close to getting a cell phone. And I know that they earned it and they deserve it. But I just want them to be kids for a little bit longer. They have the rest of their lives to be grown ups yeah. and deal with the hard shit. Right. And the pressures, especially from social media,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I can't even imagine.
1: Every time I read one of these stories, it makes me not want to do it. It just pushes well, the time back for me because not giving them a cell phone is mm-hmm. literally protecting them from this. There's right. no way that this stuff can happen if mm-hmm. they don't have a cell phone. Right. Like it's not happening. They're not being bullied on social media. Mm-hmm. They're not thinking about suicide. They're not being... They're just extorted being extorted for money yes. because of nude pictures. Like they're not sending nude right. pictures. They're not getting nude pictures. Like it just, that doesn't happen because they're not on a cell phone. Right. So it's hard to think well, about. I think
0: what people need to realize too, or stop and think about is that we're all, and maybe we have talked about this on another podcast. I feel like maybe we have. We're all test dummies right now. Every single one of us on this planet. These
1: generations of kids growing up with no studies
0: or research or anything, we're it.
1: There are there is research. Well, there is now. It's coming out now,
0: and there's there's like five or six states actually that have now outlawed social media and social media is and until you're all social media until you're 18 years old, which I think many countries that have done that, they're all starting to see the effects of this. They're trying to help like mass mental health and prevent suicide, and especially with teenagers. And there's just. It's just, you're, you're handing them the keys to the kingdom without any training and we as parents we're not experts either we're still trying to navigate it and learn how to do it right? and we're trying to teach them how to do it it's so, not
1: even that you're handing them the keys to the kingdom it's also that their maturity level is just not there mm-hmm. you know even as adults when their prefrontal cortexes are not developed, right? The Mm decision-making center of the brain is not developed yet until they're in their 20s. But we as adults struggle with our own issues with social media and cell phone use. And it's become a thing that is addicting and they know it's addicting, the dopamine hits that you get from Mm -hmm. all the different things. And we're adults and that's an issue. Like I can't imagine giving it to a kid who, doesn't have the capacity, like literally doesn't have the capacity to think about it well, from an adult's perspective right. and know how to navigate it. Mm-hmm. So,
0: And you always say, and I love that you say this because it always puts things in perspective for me that kids can't see past today. Right. So they get into these situations right. where they're like, holy shit, what am I going to do? I guess I'm just going to kill the world. This is it. I, yeah. There's no they way ar- out of this. There's tomorrow. no way around this. Right. There's nothing that I can do. So for this young man, he was like the star athlete at his yeah. school he was a great kid great kid he was the prom king he had a million friends it's he so got catfished by this young girl who was 16 they were the same age they started talking on snapchat and instagram they were exchanging you know messages and whatever they became really really close then she said and her, in, or her instagram and snapchat sorry You're instagram fine. and snapchat and whatever her social media feeds they were all filled with pictures of her that looked like she was a but it was a a normal regular teenager just like he was right and then the scammer asked for him to send a naked picture with his face in it and the and moment... Okay,
1: so as a teenager, mm-hmm. that's not a red flag. But as an adult, you'd be like, why uh, ooh, does my why do you face want my have face? to be in it? Mm-hmm. Right. You think about those things, but teenagers do not. No, they're like,
0: okay. Sure. You like here me. You here you go. <laughs> yeah. So we'll full frontal face and oh, so the whole body sends it to her. And five seconds later, you better send me a $1,000 or $100,000 or $10,000. This is happening to everybody. every day yeah. to young kids. So this particular one where the kid... Unfortunately, took his own life. Felt like he didn't have a way out. Yeah, and this was a man in Nigeria that was
1: catfishing, catfishing him. Girls' photos. Uh, he he yeah. was
0: playing the part of the sixteen-year-old girl. how so awful!
1: It's so awful. And
0: was like, you have to do do this right. or go kill yourself, basically. Right. And so he chose to do that. And so, right. what we need to know, or where kind of wrap our heads around is that this is this young man. This is not an isolated story. Yeah, it's a fast growing story across the world. Like there's so many kids. And now it's on my Alexa scroll and that everywhere I go, it's I'm seeing it more and more and more. So it's a real yeah, big problem. It's becoming
1: a bigger issue. Yeah. So obviously having conversations with your kids, awareness is important. I didn't know about the story until it was shared on social media. Hopefully, if you haven't heard about it, you're hearing it from us. And so you're you now have the awareness. You should tell your friends. You should talk about this with your Uh, you know, other moms Mm -hmm. or other parents and obviously be aware of it and communicate with your kids. Now, we don't know the situation with this kid and his parents. Were they communicating? Did he feel like he didn't have any resources like to reach out to mom and dad and say, help me? Um, You know, like Amanda and I just both stated, and I will reiterate, kids like don't not only do they not have the capacity to think through things, they just can't see past tomorrow. That's why so many kids in high school make these um, decisions, these quick decisions that affect them like a, a suicide forever, but they, they're not thinking about it because they're so upset. They mm-hmm. can't get past it. They don't know what to do. Um, impulsiveness, that's the word I'm looking for. They're very impulsive. Teenagers are very, very, very impulsive. So sending a quick photo that ends up Doing that. Like he was right. probably devastated the second that person was like, send me all this money. Like his heart probably sank and he was mm-hmm. like, what did I do? I'm going to be you in know, so much trouble. Right. The impulsiveness this is, though, my is life. part of being a teenager. Mm-hmm. Like you can't parent that out of them. That's how their brain works. Mm-hmm. So you have to consider those things. It's just so awful. These stories are so upsetting. And I don't so upsetting. I think I didn't share it on our social media because I was just looking for it before this podcast because mm-hmm. I know I saw that story. I think I didn't share it because it's so upsetting. Mm-hmm. I don't want to share stories like that because how awful. Like who wants to think about these things happening to kids? No. You yeah, know? Right. But the awareness is important. So how do you share the awareness without talking about it? Well, we
0: have to talk about it with our kids. I mean, that's just the bottom line. You got to talk about it with your friends, with your circle of mama bears and, you know, moms and dads out there. It's okay to talk about these hard topics right? because we as parents are all going to face it no matter, no matter what, we're all going to go through it, but we're not alone in this. So there's this other story I want to share. And this one had a, a, a little bit. It definitely had a happier ending because this young man did not take his life. He had um, same kind of situation. 16-year-old girl. He was star athlete, um, was flirting with this girl, Snapchat, Instagram. They were DMing each other. Um, She said, send me a naked body, like, and please include your face because I want to see your face. And she probably, you know, they probably made it irresistible, whatever the message was, right. right? So this young man did it. Then five seconds later, they, he got a text that said, you need to send me hundreds of thousands of dollars or this is going to go and it's going to ruin your life and your career and you're going oh to go kill yourself. So he ran home, went into his mom's purse trying to find his social security number because he had to get a Zelle account oh. and you need to put your social security number he gonna and he was going to send her money. And oh. his mom was like, what, what are you doing? And he said, this is what happened. I'm so, so sorry. And the mom says in this article. Well, at
1: least he told his mom.
0: I can't believe he fell for this because we talk about it all the time mm. and- I, to that they're mom, kids, they're right? Repulsive. To that mom is they don't. Here's think. where you won. You you did talk she about did, it. but kids are still going to make mistakes, but he came to you, yeah, and didn't take his own life. He didn't. That's the blessing. Like, right? Kids sure. are still going to make mistakes, and absolutely, they're going to yeah. do things, and they're going to. But but I do think for a parent like that, who's like, we've talked about this since day one. We we have such an open communication with our family. I think that saved that young man's life.
1: Yeah, it very likely did. I don't,
0: it had to have. Right. So just these conversations about sex and, you know, the evil things that are happening in this world. There's so many predators out there. You don't want to take away your kid's
1: innocence. That's the other thing. Like, I don't want to say that to my son. Like, I always think about telling kids, I just tell my kids that there's really bad people out there that want to do bad things to kids. I've never gone down the like, what they actually do. You I know. do, I do know you do. Mm-hmm. So I not so with all of them, but you yes, have to I do. Be careful how you say things because mm-hmm. I have a kid that's more anxious, you know, and I don't want him to like ruminate about it. Mm-hmm. But then you know, other kids can handle stuff. But also, you don't want to like take away their like innocence. Like th- when you find yeah. out there's bad people that want like kids are so innocent they don't know that there's bad people that want to hurt them. Like that's the problem, and that's why they're so trusting and loving and kind because they're children. So it's like as a parent, and that's what this whole podcast is about. We're navigating that Mm -hmm. whole walking the line of keeping them innocent and young and children and living in a good world versus telling them all the awful things that are happening all the time and ruining their childhood and taking away their innocence. Like we have to walk that line. And it's really hard. And who knows like how to do it right? Nobody gives us a manual. That was another episode we did. (laughs) Please
0: pass the instruction manual. (laughs) Please pass the instruction manual.
1: Check out that podcast. But it's just it's so hard because what's the right thing and mm-hmm. how do you protect your kids and you know it reminds me of like we got broken into our house got broken into in 2014 and i had like these intuitions about it and i was having anxiety about our neighborhood was having break-ins and mm-hmm. we were having people come to our house to install security systems and we we just didn't pull the trigger and then we got broken into and all of our belongings got stolen and and it was that moment of learning the lesson of I, yeah. I knew what I should have done and I, I hesitated. Mm-hmm. I hesitated. I didn't do it. And I feel like this is kind of one of those situations where these things are happening in the world. We don't have to worry as much about that with not having access to a cell phone, but are, am I hesitating on telling my kids these things that are awful because I don't want to ruin their innocence? Yeah, You know, like, how do you say it? I almost want somebody to like write me a script so I know... What to say where they understand it, but then they don't take away their innocence. And also, yeah. that mom said she talked to him, so maybe she didn't scare him enough. Maybe you know it was this happens, but it wasn't a reality. Well, like you know, I don't know what do you say mm-hmm. to get through to them. Well, you know, I, I don't know. know. I just, For these are the
0: things I think about situation. These these young men were sixteen years old, right? So yeah. they're horny teenagers. <laughs> Right. I mean, you're like at that age It's okay, like, Right. And if you're in a relationship, I use these big air quotes, right? Like a lot of relationships take place over social media, right? Well,
1: they all, that's all that's, there is. So there's so sometimes there's not even a relationship. There, there is Snapchatting or all of these things. Or cell phones.
0: If you're doing that for months every day, all day, you grow a bond, you grow a trust.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like, did you see that? Sorry, that Netflix that. Where the guy got catfished. It reminded me of that. Did you send it to me? No, it was a while ago, like three or four years ago, I want to say. And it was that NFL player that got catfished. And it was a dude. No, but I remember that story. Yeah, because people are so trusting over the Mm -hmm. internet. Like he had never met her, but he had a girlfriend and she died. And it was really this guy that was pretending to be his girlfriend. And he was... It's just weird stuff. And this is an adult. So what the fuck is wrong with people? <laughs> Jesus. That what would help us what all. If, he was a Hawaiian player. I think he played. No, I know. I remember was like exactly what he went to the about. NFL, was He was in college and he talked to her the whole time. But during or maybe that time, I think he was a
0: college student. Maybe he was like being yes, drafted and then or something. Went
1: to the, so the story came out before he went to the NFL. And then his NFL was like, not ruined, but it totally messed him up.
0: I totally it's, remember that these story. These people
1: who do these things are awful human beings. They ruin Listen, people's lives.
0: The devil's on our doorstep.
1: It I'm, seriously it is. Just, the things that are happening in this world today, it's just mind-blowing. I will say this. I don't have a
0: script, and I might be paying gobs and gobs of money for therapy later for my children. I don't know. But I take them where they're at. So, for example, my oldest, we go to a very vanilla school. So the biggest problems we have right now at our school, thank the Lord, is vaping. Thank, they yes. vape. Everybody's vaping. I didn't vaping.
1: Even know that. You didn't? <laughs> no. Oh yeah, he tells
0: me he's like But I just Mom, watched Mom. Big Vape or everybody's whatever vaping in Netflix. the in the bathroom and I was like what do you really? know about vaping? And he was like I don't he's like it's kind of like cigarettes and I was like actually I think I'd rather you smoke a cigarette than vape. And here's why. And then I got online. Popcorn lung. And I showed him I'm like these are athletes. These are people that wanted to go to the NBA or the NFL and they were probably on that track except now they're vaping so they've been vaping for a year and their lungs look like they've been smoking for 50 years. Yeah. There's kids that are dying. They have all kinds of like breathing problems, respiratory problems. They have those trach or what are those things where you breathe through your throat? Is it a trache trach, thing. trach what, tube or trach,
1: uh, yeah, what is it called? Ooh. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. It's like a whole
0: Right, and that's how they're anyway, they yeah. there's it's billions and billions of problems solved. I, I, I'm i like if you ever want to do that Please come to me Please don't ever ever do that And I am the mom That will show you videos That will scare the shit out of you So yeah, you don't do I'll that do that
1: too I, I just, Like car accidents yeah, Just wait Yeah <laughs> drinking I mean, like, My oldest was like is When can I stuff. have
0: a drink And I was like Oh you think you want to drink Let me show you so look at this car that's, right. that's from a drunk driver And right. f- all the people driving That didn't Didn't survive Like you just can't take any chances. It just yeah. takes one bad mistake to ruin your life so or true. somebody else's
1: or all of the above. So exactly. Exactly what happened to those kids. Mm-hmm.
0: It was I one split second decision. feel like in my case, and I don't know that I'm nailing it or getting it right. And if there's any therapist out there that's listening, maybe you could reach out and tell me that I'm ruining my children. <laughs> um, but I take them where they're at. I answer their questions. I give them facts. And I don't feel like I'm stealing their innocence anymore. I feel like they're- You're saving are their trust. life. <laughs> I'm saving their life. Right. And I'm creating this foundation of, of trust mm-hmm. where, where they can come to me for anything and I'm gonna give them the truth, even if it hurts. Yeah. So going back to Santa, when my oldest asked me, he happened to ask me on Easter Sunday because he was like, I don't get it. Easter bunnies, Jesus, like w- how do the two go together? That's how we figured it out. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right, well- I told you I'd never lie to you. So you have to make sure that you're ready for whatever the truth is when you're asking me a question like that. And so I've just sort of gone that way always whenever I answer a question is the, the day that he asked me about the Easter Bunny, which turned into Santa. He was like, okay, what about Santa? I'm like, okay, I'm gonna tell you everything, but are you sure you wanna know? Because there's no going back once you know the answer, but I promise you i will never lie. And so from there, he's always felt very safe to ask these questions about vaping. Yeah. He asked me about cocaine the other day. I was like, how do you know about cocaine? Why? Because there's a movie <laughs> called Cocaine Bear. Oh yeah. And he was like, "What's cocaine? Like well, that sounds awesome. Like actually, it's a drug and it's illegal and it could kill you and and it could be laced with something called fentanyl. Have you ever heard of that? Like we talk so much about that now yeah. in our house. Yeah. But
1: the fentanyl I thing feel is like he's thing. starting
0: to. He trusts you because I you're open I think he trusts and me and he'll come to me yeah. with questions and and maybe they're things that he's going through or maybe they're just random things that he found on a YouTube short or whatever. Right. Do you know what I mean or like heard yeah on the field somewhere and then he comes to the- me and he asks me about it cuz he knows that I'm never going to lie to him about it.
1: Right. But but do you ever think about where do I draw the line? Like is this do you ever hesitate to say is this a conversation I should hold off on if he asks you? I haven't had that yet. Okay. But because because you are basically navigating what his world looks like Mm -hmm. to him through his eyes of innocence. Right. Because if you're telling him the truth about things he doesn't know about, that's now his reality. Completely. So, and that's why I'm not, I'm not giving him
0: information that he's not asking for. Right. So,
1: but that doesn't necessarily mean not that he's not ready for it, but, there are consequences of knowing those things. Yeah. Do you know what I mean?
0: Right. I think having the sex talk with him at a very, very young age, it was something that I was not ready for. And in fact, Chris is the one that did most of the talking on that. Mm-hmm. Um, and he just laid it all out on the line, like, blah. yeah. and I was not there and I wish I would have been, but I think it was also good that they had that moment together. Yeah. Um, but he learned about everything and then and then his innocence came back so he would like ask a, like i remember a few days later he was that's like that's true they still have, so have it so i know that you told extent. us about sex does that mean that you and dad have had sex three times I know, that's and the i was best like story yep ever. three times buddy right. that's, all, that's it all it took that's all we did it <laughs> that's all for you it. did and so i don't feel like his innocence was st- was stolen Thank at you. all and yeah. my friend one of my very very true. very good friends is an obgyn mm. And she has the best kids. <clears throat> oh, look at my frog in my throat this time. She has the best kids and they have a very open they knew about sex probably before they were walking. I mean, that's yeah. a very normal, natural part of their life because their mom delivers babies. Right. And how do you So that answer kind of... those questions? But they like she was having her kids would be like, um, they call it like, you know, I always say the zing. When you get a zing with like tickle down there, mm-hmm. they call it a tickle in the nanny. <laughs> That's funny. But it's like everybody feels that. Even a young child feels that. So they knew what all of that was before, years before my kids did. Yeah. Uh, because that was a perfectly normal, natural thing. I think right. the more you educate your kids on what the actual facts are, then maybe that softens the blow of taking away their innocence. Because yeah. now it's just actual data that you're giving them.
1: I mean, it's the truth. Right. I'm all about the truth. Same girl. So yeah, I, I agree with you. And I think part of the sad part of how we all live separate lives, and this was another episode we did. I forget what it was called. Maybe you'll remember. The village, You having raising families together in a village and like with other parents mm-hmm. and other kids and, you know, people are giving birth you know, before hospitals together right. and, pe- and little kids saw that. So there was always, and I don't know what people did in villages. I'm sure they had sex when other people were around. So kids maybe learned about it then. I don't know, but that has been taken away because we all live these separate lives and these separate buildings and everything's hush hush. And I'm a big believer that the more you try to hide things from kids, the more they want to know about it. And if they don't find out from you, Mm -hmm. they're going to find out other ways. Mm -hmm. And those ways are not always the best. We know that. So I, like we have very similar beliefs. And Mm -hmm. and so I, sadly, we can't give other perspectives on what what we believe, (laughs) but I, I, agree with you so many things that you have done as a parent and I'm always learning from you I feel like you're very smart very aware and no I love listening to you talk about things and since the kids were babies I
0: love listening talking to you Wait,
1: I didn't say that right but I feel the exact same way but I just learned so much from you because even how you articulated everything that you just talked about Because I haven't had those conversations yet. I'm like, oh, well, I'm going to do this because of how you did it. And so I just, I'm always learning from you. But... Thank you. Yeah, I think it's important. That's why it's important to talk to friends about these things Mm -hmm. because we can learn from each other and we're not in a village anymore. But if we were, we would be learning these things just by osmosis, like we're just with each other Mm -hmm. all the time. So because we live such separate lives, I think it's so important to keep that communication going with friends and what they're going through and their kids are going through. And that's why it's good to have friends that have older kids. So you might be not be having playdates, but you can come to them with questions or what did you do when your kids had this? Because mm-hmm. they've experienced it and then come out on the other side of it and know and have experience. And maybe they didn't do it right, or maybe they didn't do it the way you would, but you could still yeah. learn from that. So mm-hmm. that's why it's just good to share. And hopefully people don't get offended by things because everybody does things differently in their lives. And that's how we learn, right? So- right. I don't know. I think it's great to be honest and <clears throat> not make sex such a taboo topic mm-hmm. and such a taboo thing with your kids because then they're not going to come to you when they have something scary or because it's, we don't talk about that. So why mm-hmm. would they come to you? They're not going to come mm-hmm. to you if you don't talk about it, you know, and don't make it such an off um what do you call it? Like an off topic, like a topic that you don't like. An talk- awkward, yeah, awkward yes, Don't make it awkward. Like if you're not awkward and uncomfortable, then they're going to be less likely to be awkward and uncomfortable. I mean, I remember when my mom tried to talk to me about puberty. I was like get out of here you sicko like I hated it (laughs) hated how she talked about it and she wasn't like (sighs) like your body changes and stuff you know like that stuff I was like ew go away but now I I feel like my
0: older son is kind of like that too he's like I know mom like dude look at all your hair it is
1: like yeah large and in charge (laughs) it's like come on let's (laughs) he's but is no. is it weird how you say it? Sometimes or is he just I think he's like, "Oh my God, you're so."
0: Fl-. He'll be like, "You're not funny. You're not funny." I'm like, "Actually, so I have goat jokes for days, honey." Like,
1: <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> oh my God, you're <laughs>
0: yeah, I don't,
1: yeah, it's just. I mean, it's an awkward thing for sure. I mean, I try not to make not, it awkward.
0: I try to make it fun, serious, but also humorous yes. and lighthearted and right. Relatable. But I think if you
1: make it taboo. Yeah. And it makes it worse. Just totally. my opinion, nobody get mad. But I just I just yeah. really feel that way. And that's why you know, we've talked about this too before is like kids seeing their parents naked. Like we've had those conversations of when when do you stop letting your kids see you in the shower? Like when they're itty bitty babies mm-hmm. or when they're older and I've always been really open with my kids about Not being like, oh my God, get out of here. You can't see me naked. I'm just free and like, I'm proud of my body and I'm confident. And this is what a real woman looks like. right? You know, because there's so much um, porn and um, Photoshop and- Surgery. Social media, filters. Filters, Like everything is ruining what that looks like for them. And if they never see a natural- Mother, of course, that's for the first person they're going to see naked. I mean, I hope it is, you know, um, because that's, that's natural. I think that's that you think that. <laughs> right? No, I think that. And maybe that's you not true for the first for person that they're going to see naked? No, not like when they're babies. Oh, oh. Like when they're toddlers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. When they're okay, sorry. Toddlers and you're that's giving them you a bath you know, or something, I don't know. Or like you get out yes. of the bath and they walk in because they're toddlers and they don't know. Listen, but I took a shower with my boys yeah, forever. Yeah, I mean, right, I don't know. shower with my
0: 12 year old. Now that would be really
1: weird. No, but I'm not saying you should shower with them. No, but I, I did saying. for years. For the
0: first like few years of their life. Yes, that yes, was my I, I
1: remember one of the moms in our moms group telling us that hack because I didn't know you could like put your baby on the shower and they would like play while you're taking a shower. I couldn't d- get a shower. And then they shared that yes. that's what they did. And yep. I was like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. we'll do that. It's just it's just one of those things that like that you do naturally sometimes and maybe you don't. But I just know that like my mom was like so weird about me seeing her naked or whatever. And I, and it's like, what age do you like, does that become awkward or weird or uncomfortable or unnecessary? And I'm not saying, I'm not talking about like molester stuff. I know people's things, their minds go there, but I'm saying you're, if you're not like, don't look at me, like, don't look at this. Like, it's a taboo thing, and you're just like, this is what a naked person or looks a like. Secret, I need or, privacy. Yeah. Can you leave now? Like, you right. can communicate with them instead of being yeah. Like, it's a secret. Like, mm-hmm. don't look at this. You're you should have those conversations about body parts and people don't touch your privates and all of those things. That's a necessary conversation. But I'm just mm-hmm. saying, being open about nakedness and nudity instead of yeah. it, because I think when just mm-hmm. looking from my perspective is when I was a kid when we saw naked pictures of something in a magazine or whatever, like it was such a big deal because you don't see it. I don't know where I'm like going with this conversation, but you know what I'm saying? I'm not saying you should like be naked forever with your kids, but I'm just saying there's, obviously there's a different point for everybody when they decide that that's no longer appropriate for their family or their kids at a certain age. And it's different for everybody, I'm sure. But I'm just saying, I'm just sharing what I have experienced and my belief about it is that it shouldn't be like a taboo scary like we don't see those things and i don't know i just think that it's not yeah should other strangers see it no you know but that's the comfort zone that we Mm -hmm. have as a family and to be not afraid or ashamed of our bodies or you know nudity is not i
0: think of jim's dad from american pie it's a perfectly normal, natural thing. I think that is the best quote in the whole wide world. I use yeah, it all the time in my, right. when, in my family. When and we've talked about this with Austin and Chris before at the table, like at yeah. dinner or whatever. Like, right. We want our kids because we have boys. Right. I don't want them to ever freak out when they see boobs and be yes. like, "Ooh!" But, but, but that's what kids like, who've never okay. seen are
1: like. Oh my god, boobs! And it's Boops, like boobs, boobs, boobs Boobs right? are normal. We I'm not. We all have boobs. Flashing my
0: boobs, right now. No, right, but. Right. But I, well, you're not like perfect. And, <laughs> and at this point, in our, in, in, because we do have a preteen, there is privacy. Like right. I am, I right. don't dress in front of him anymore. It's just, we just don't. Right. I, I don't go to the bathroom with them anymore. But there was that first, I would say, eight years that was. I could get dressed in front of them. It was never weird. Like, what so is that? It was never that?
1: weird for me. It no. got weird for my husband. And then he's like, he shouldn't see you naked. And I was like, it's not uncomfortable for it me. God, he doesn't stare. So my son never did the, those things, but I've heard other people say mm-hmm. like their kids were staring all of a sudden and it's like, okay, now they have the awareness. Sure. Now this might be uncomfortable for people. Right. So, and then at that moment you have mm-hmm. privacy conversations. Right. But you take your kids where they're at. Yes. Yeah, so you just, take them where they're, they're, they're the, at. That's a great way to say where it. where they're at. Yeah. Every time it's different being for a church
0: totally perfectly natural normal thing yeah I think I love that your husband said that it's just, he had said something about um, Amber Rose at one time where she was like changing her tampon. With her little toddler there. And people oh, yeah. gave her so
1: much shit about right, it. Right, But she's like, I want my like, sons I want to, know to know that women have periods. This is a
0: perfectly so normal, natural thing. So they don't when their girlfriend has one,
1: they're not mean to them. I, I love that love too. That. Because yes. I had never thought about educating my kids about that stuff until I heard about that.
0: Right. I thought it was great. I yeah. love that she did that. Because now it doesn't make anything weird when her kids right. are and then, faced with then that. Then you, you don't have
1: be. a 13-year-old boy making fun of a girl when her period Who has her fucking period her because guess what yeah all girls are gonna have their period right all girls are gonna have leakage right. it, it all, gives yeah. them a level of maturity at mm-hmm. what age you do maybe that's different for everybody because i think hers were like toddlers hers were little but i think that so, lessons like
0: that when you make it a perfectly normal natural thing
1: right lessons right. like
0: that will stick with you,
1: you don't make it taboo you don't make a big deal about it
0: it's normal this happens we just like i hope my boys if that happens to a girl they'll give them their sweatshirt to tie around you know what i mean right
1: they'll be gentlemen and they'll be be like my mom has this i I know what this is here you you go here's my sweatshirt or scary and weird it's Mm -hmm. normal right right it's like the book everybody poops (laughs) everybody poops we all poop we all (laughs) fart we all have normal human things yes can we just normalize it and not make it weird right (laughs) do we need a book every every woman has a period everybody
0: has a period no everybody doesn't have a period let's not even go down there let's (laughs) not even go down there
1: these (laughs) days we
0: cannot oh dear okay what else do you got on your list
1: (laughs) um what do you think about at like what age you will let your kids date or the sex like on a one-on-one as a teenager Yeah. Oh, sex as a teenager. Yeah. I mean, I know I poked poked fun a little bit. Like totally. I know.
0: I poked fun at you a little bit, but I do. I will. I love the idea of them finding the one. And like, I love that.
1: What did you make fun of me for? Well, I did.
0: I like poke fun. Like, haha! They're only going to see one person naked. Oh, yeah. But I do love that idea. I think that would be. So really wonderful. I don't know. Did you it's... have
1: rules when you were growing up about what age you could date or mm-hmm. did your parents say you can't have sex until you're married? Like, did any of that my happen?
0: My dad said you can't date until you're married <laughs> forever. Really? Yeah. But I think that was just like a dad protecting his little girl. And
1: then. Yeah, which I hear that I was a lot. like
0: 16 when I went out on dates. It started with group dating. I wasn't allowed to go out with a boy one on one until. we so you
1: can go out together as yeah. groups of boys and girls. And so
0: my parents were divorced, but I had to, you know, if I was with my dad, then they would have to meet. He would have to meet the boy that I brought home if I was with my mom. Right. Same thing. Right. Um, and they would have to get to know him a little bit before they let me just go out. Like one on one. One on one. Yeah. Um and they would really have to know him before I could get in the car with them.
1: Yeah. I mean, I so understand that. Yeah. Especially these days. I would understand. Especially that.
0: these days. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I go back and forth with this question because I do think because Well, it's different because
1: we're girls and we are girls. Or women, I guess. And how we were raised is maybe not how we're going to raise our sons. Mm-hmm. And it's different being like from a female perspective versus a male. Like, I don't know right. if you've had conversations with Chris yet about dating and stuff like that, or what you're going to talk well, to him about. We and am and sure start they this, have different opinions. I think they do.
0: And Chris and I have started like dabbling a little bit in this topic, because I know we're going to be getting closer. Yeah. Um, soon, especially as we start talking about like high school and where we're going to go and what right. we're going to do. And like just before we started recording this podcast, we were talking about when we were growing up, like boys would their parents would say, go ahead and go out. Just don't get anybody pregnant. Yeah,
1: Like they would just but, be they would like give them their blessing to go do whatever the fuck they want. As long mm, as nobody got pregnant. Don't knock anyone up. Yes. That's don't knock anyone up. literally what it
0: was. <laughs> like,
1: literally. Yeah.
0: Don't drink and drive and don't knock anyone up. Right. But we live in a very, very different world now. And... Now we have to teach our kids how about consent on a whole new level, yeah. right? On a level that me as a woman never had to go through, you know, in my, like in my, not my adolescence, but my young or teenage, my late teens and early adult age, right? Like, yeah, consent is a totally different thing now. Right. I don't know how to navigate these waters that is a little bit scary having boys For sure. and making sure that when they make a decision to do the deed with a girl or whatever that they have their consent and like i see sometimes i watch like a sitcom or a a movie and i see these boys taking girls out and then they'll take it to the next level and they'll i don't know if they're poking fun or if this is the reality that we live in now they'll be like do i have your consent to hold your hand do i have your consent to kiss you goodnight and I don't know how I feel about it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Like I appreciate valuing a woman and not crossing a line that makes her feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. But I also feel like growing up for me, going out with boys, if I said no, that was okay. Like, no, was not. Do you know what I mean? And so am I making sense? Is this... Yeah. I don't know. So I don't know how to navigate this new world. This is the part that I really need an instruction manual on because I don't know.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm waiting to learn from you. So <laughs> get on it. Well, no, I'm, I'm just kidding. You. My my
0: older one I... loves the ladies. He just loves girls. So
1: yeah, so my son is not there yet. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel like for me, it was like a, fl- a switch flipped. Mm-hmm. I was a tomboy. So I hung out with guys all the time and didn't like them. And then all of a sudden, I think I was in sixth grade. Yeah. I think it was in sixth grade when all of a sudden it was literally, it was not that I got the zing. I just felt (laughs) all of a sudden I was boy crazy. Like it was like overnight is Mm -hmm. what it felt like. I don't remember it exactly, but it was like being from like not caring what I look like, hanging out with the guys and just caring about being good at basketball. To caring what I look like, changing Mm -hmm. my clothes, wanting to look like a girl, wanting to paint my nails, wanting to do my hair, wanting to look pretty, Mm. having crushes on guys, being obsessed, having those teen bop magazines, watching Boy Meets World, watching Home Improvement and just being like obsessed with boys. Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Yes. JTT all the way. Mm, Yummy. I mean, I just... (laughs) Yeah. We, I just, it was like a switch. So my son's not there yet, but I'm thinking in my head, if he's like me, it could be literally overnight. All of a sudden he's there, you know, but who knows? And maybe it's different for boys and girls. I don't know, but I just, that whole thing does scare me, especially in today's world. Like you were saying, um, there's like almost, uh, and I, some girl moms might be offended this by by this, but I just feel like our boys are being punished before they're even mm-hmm. done anything. Yeah, and we are growing up in a world where m- white males are being hated on just for being white males, and we have white males. And, and they're so, and they're they're tiny humans. They're they're children. human beings who are innocent and sweet and kind. And, yeah. and and it's heartbreaking as a mom to know that your child is already losing before they've started. And Um, Mm -hmm. you know, might be punished for just being the color of their skin, the whole work Mm -hmm. back to discrimination, literally. And I know this might piss people off. I don't care. But, um, you know, that as a mom is really hard. And then you have things like the Me Too movement and all of these things. And so, you know, just believe a woman just because she says something. Well, I had friends literally in high school that made things up and Mm -hmm. that, Boy's life was ruined, and then later out came out and said that that was made up. And but after everything is ruined, you know, right. like once somebody's reputation in life is ruined, it's ruined. You can't fix yeah. it. It doesn't matter if it's not true anymore. If people thought that it was, they don't let go of that. So you know, we th- I think about those things, and then I think yeah. about
0: you're guilty until proven innocent. Yes,
1: that's right. kind of what
0: it feels like.
1: Right, and, and girl moms probably have completely different perspectives than mm-hmm. we do. Um and we should have a girl mom on and talk to them about it about their, their perspective. Yeah, yeah, because that will help us as parents for sure to see yeah. the other side of it and know what their concerns are and what they are thinking of us because they mm-hmm. probably have their opinions, too. You know, so yeah, they always are like, "What? I have to worry about all the dicks in the world. You right. have to worry about three dicks. Yeah, <laughs> right. Actually, I have to worry about all the vaginas, too, because they might change their mind. And I don't know what to do with that. Right. (laughs) Totally. So it's just it's such a hard subject. Like, I feel like we could do multiple episodes on this because it's something we're new to and we don't know. And they're not even really there yet, but we have to think about it and maybe have conversations before. And I just, you know, I, my biggest thing is I just want my sons to be respectful and I want them to know how big of a deal sex is and how it changes your life. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, I was a teenager who didn't really have a lot of rules. My parents, the more they pushed on me, the more I pushed back. And it was just a struggle war of power. And I knew that I could get away with most things because I knew they could control me. And one, once I figured that out, it was... Really hard for them, and they were really good parents, and they were trying to do their best. Mm-hmm. But I was a really difficult child, and you can ask family and relatives, I am a very stubborn kid from the moment I was born, it's just who I am, and I have yeah. a son like that, so I know. But I think, you know, I was in a hurry to grow up, and so I couldn't wait to have sex because I thought that would make me understand the adult world. And it takes away your innocence and it changes your life. and, Unfortunately when you're having sex as a teenager you're having adult emotions that you're not mature enough for mm-hmm. yet in my opinion. And so you know I've had the opinion of having sex in high school is better than having sex in college for the first time because at least in high school you're just sleeping with other kids your age in college they could be sleeping with 40 year olds they could be sleeping with 50 They're guys professors. you're getting yeah. STDs because everybody's sleeping with everybody and you know, yeah, You know, so you have that like innocent experience and then you kind of have experience going into that college age, but there's just so many things that play into it. And I really don't know how I feel yet as a parent on how I'm going to navigate that. Yeah, And being a woman and going through it as a girl is definitely different than a boy's experience. So I don't know yet. Like we haven't had those conversations yet as a couple. So I don't know. <laughs> anything yet but we could do like a future episode on it but for sure and it's i don't think that we're not they, quite we there yet we're, we're not but it's something on the horizon scratching the surface right. of it we're we're preparing for
0: that santa letter kind of like what we did yeah. when they were babies right? right this is that moment that we're preparing for is there a to pinterest letter santa, we can find about consent <laughs>
1: about and sex and like I all of this stuff right like I what happens know. and like it would be great to talk to a parent who's I'd a kid to have college, like a young adult on here, a young man,
0: to that and a young woman.
1: Well, maybe. So, but I know we have to wrap things up, but I do want to say I think we might have talked about this on mm-hmm. our technology episode with cell phones, but you know that childhood 2.0 documentary. If you haven't seen, it, I definitely recommend it. Yeah, stands out to me still. I cannot get out of my head mm-hmm. what those kids said. So I think they were college age students, and they said. Um, having cell phones and access to porn like ruins their dating. They don't date anymore. It's like, send me a nude photo before you even get to hang out with them. Yeah. Because porn has like ruined and and all these kids have had like threesomes and all these things that they do in porno because they think that that's normal. And because, yeah, because they're in, it's like inundated with it. So, it's so easy.
0: And then having good old-fashioned missionary for the first time. Right. That's not Beca- exciting can't to them Because
1: they've seen everything. Into it.
0: They're, they, they've lost the... What is that? The tickle.
1: The, no, the tickle. They lost the zing. They do It
0: doesn't give them a zing, right? To know that doesn't. they're going to put it in they're, something. Their they're brains have been ruined. A yes,
1: going to the next. Their right. addiction is higher they and higher. They go higher. right to so the highest of all the things they've done having, because they've yeah. seen it all. It's really sad because it's ruined. And the kids said this in their documentary. We wish mm-hmm. that we didn't have cell phones because of this. It's ruined dating. I mean, now you have things like the apps where you just swipe on based on looks. Like nobody's meeting somebody at a yeah. coffee shop or a bar and getting to know each other. So there's that too, you know? Yeah. So we can't fix that in the world because it's everywhere, but how do we make our kids wholesome, good kids that respect and appreciate the intimacy of what Mm -hmm. sex can be in a world of pornography and disconnect and- Me too- me and too, consent and, and, and yeah, being treated
0: different and love. I just want them to fall in love and right. But I don't know if that
1: even exists anymore. We've ruined it. Have
0: to scour Pinterest for.
1: Maybe we'll find something and we can do an episode on it. But <laughs> <laughs> if anyone's listening
0: out there and you have something, send it to us. We're gonna yes. dive deeper into yes. that. Yeah,
1: send us your resources if you have some. Yes. Or I would love if somebody would reach out to us that has gone through it. To yeah. have their opinion about what it's like these days, yeah, come hits. on our show, come chat with we us. We would love it. So send us mm-hmm. a DM. Our Instagram is at Mob Squad Podcast. Please send us a DM. Don't slide into our DMs. Slide
0: into our DMs. <laughs> I love Unless saying that. Unless you want to date us. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that was sexual. It still makes me laugh so hard. I've I've I've, I've told slide grown in. ass old people to slide into my DM.
1: That's so funny. I just can't get over you.
0: I'm so dumb when it comes to that stuff. No, you're not. Social media. I'm like, Meh, pass.
1: No. no, that's good, though.
0: I like going on there to like.
1: Ruin Find a recipe. I'm no, sorry. I like for a recipe.
0: <laughs> or. Yeah. I love. I love looking at like funny things. Like I love the invincible oh gosh, prank. Yeah. I pee my pants. Oh, those are so break. good. Oh, my yes. God. You have a good invisible prank. Yeah, me. I can't wait to do invisible pranks on my family. They're the best. They're so fucking oh my God. funny. I can't
1: wait to watch them.
0: They're my favorite things. They're the they best. They bring me such joy. <laughs> it's
1: the best. Like I like
0: stuff like that. I don't go on there for anything else though.
1: So. Yeah. Yeah. But, but there's good things about it for sure. There are. Digital vegetables. Digital vegetables. Yeah. There's too much porn and candy. Ugh. <laughs> All, right. All right. So well. to wrap it up, just. You know, know that you're not alone out there because the, these are the things that we're going through too. It's, yeah. It's a big topic to navigate. So hopefully we entertained you a little <laughs> bit about it, but we'll probably be back to talk about it more in a later date. Yeah. Later, later. Thanks have, for listening. Have a good one. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.